I was recording for, for quite a bit this morning and I uh, I had to delete the whole thing. It was so dreadful, so horrible. Uh, I cannot really explain it. I um, Look, I even brought my high-end uh, portable recorder and it's, uh, it's a quite of a brick. I have it in my pocket right now. Well, the idea was to record uh, quite a lot and then to maybe possibly edit the whole audio file and cut it into pieces, upload the anchor from the website. I was listening to it at work and it was unbearable. It was I, I, I didn't know what I was talking about. I, I guess I was in a really weird state of mind. And I don't know if those dreams that I have lately have something to do with it. But I was just mumbling. I was I was so incoherent. Or maybe maybe the device I was carrying and using for that recording was just too overwhelming. Because it is a rather big microphone. And um, I have it for a really long time. I got it when um, I was into um, field recording. I was recording audio for movies and I was very serious about it. But that was a long time ago. And I, uh, I do have all of this equipment doing nothing. Um, and, and I really feel bad about it because I know how long I was collecting all those pieces. That are possibly now worthless. I, I, I'm thinking about one uh, anecdote. So I, I wasn't really wealthy uh, back then. I'm not wealthy now, but uh, that's another story. Um, I eventually bought this recorder, and um, I didn't have funds to get all other elements. I had the key element, but. Uh, none of the rest, none of the accessories. So I did get the recorder, I got the cable, microphone, the external microphone, and I, uh, I couldn't afford the boom pole, which is like a long stick. So I essentially took a, a, a mop, <laughs> took the stick, which was telescopic, but it wasn't really uh, on the professional level. I did buy it and I covered it with uh, the black, rubber tape, you know, this isolation tape for uh, cables. Um, I made it to look really uh, rigid. It was, it looked like a, it was a military grade. Um, so I had that sorted and then uh, <laughs> the, probably the second most expensive, expensive thing was the mount for the microphone that I didn't have. It, would, uh, it was supposed to have this uh, wind uh, breaker cover uh, made out of fur. Um, so I found a multiple ways to emulate that, produce that. Uh, but none of those solutions really uh, uh, made me think this would be a good idea to invest my time. Uh, in building any of them, so I, I made one up myself. I I got um, a, a scarf that's, you know, the scarf that you would have in 
<laughs> nowadays in plays and movies from 20s or 30s or 40s, I don't know. Like the, the one with black fur, not fur, uh, feathers. <laughs> uh, so it was like a black feather boa. And it was really long and I wrapped it around the microphone and it looked stunning. <laughs> it looked uh, gorgeous. Because uh, everything in boa looks gorgeous, probably. Um, it also worked well. It was really covering microphone from wind quite successfully. And the whole setup looked really, really um, stunning. And I was grabbing a lot of attention from, for the professionalism I was uh, providing to, uh, to the movie set. That was cool. Wouldn't you know, those days, um, what was it, 2005 maybe, four? I need to double check, but I'm talking about the days when digital photography uh, was just entering the mainstream. It was a really bizarre time because just the way how I have it documented for my own record is just so bizarre. I uh, I had a camera. It was uh, it was pretty much just a webcam with a memory card, and that was all what was available. There were no pro-level cameras at the time, the DSLRs. So uh, usually computer companies, um, not photo companies in particular, but computer companies would produce those portable uh, fake webcams pretending to be uh, photo cameras. So I got a few, year by year I was getting a better one, but they were all really chromey and uh, basic. Photos were awful, but they were quickly accessible. You didn't, didn't, you didn't need to scan anything. It was pretty uh, extraordinary. And I remember I was uh, trying to emulate better quality with Photoshop, trying to color them and uh, smooth the edges. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool way to spend time, I suppose. What I really liked was the amount of photos I could take. It was uh, revolutionary. Anyway, um, you know, all those photos from those years are chromey and uh, dirty looking and uh, pixelated, tiny little um, ugly pictures of uh, what seemed to be ugly reality. I don't know, maybe all of it was ugly and dirty and uh, uninteresting as opposed to now. Crystal clear, if not over modulated colors, over saturated colors, um, super sharp edges more than in, in reality. You know, it's just like we're on the other side of the spectrum right now. Um, but it's funny because those chromy photos are really uh, changing my memories of. Uh, now I know, it was I think 2000, 2001, 2003 and maybe 2005 was when the uh, SLRs were coming in into the market and in that time lots of people uh, decided to become photographers because it was uh, all of a sudden a new technology that was offering both pleasure, fun, 
um, and potentially interesting career. And back in the day, um, probably every second person I knew uh, decided to be uh, a photographer and they would be very serious about it. There were so many uh, camera stores around the city, Dublin, in this scenario. Um, it was kind of crazy. And I think around that time I gave up on the whole um, initiative, the whole idea of being uh, of becoming a photographer because there's just too many people taking photos and uh, it was this was this problem of uh, society of uh, uh, common a mutual adoration. So everyone just loved photos of, uh, of others. It's ridiculous. Uh, so I, I really wanted to pick another niche up and uh, and master this instead. So I I made a really good move at the time. I went into sound recording. I went into field recording. And uh, somewhere around the time when those DSLRs became more capable of taking uh, movies as well, <laughs> and the whole wave of of filmmakers uh, started to appear and uh, I guess YouTube became more uh, prevalent, more meaningful, more established and uh, it was a whole new uh, scene, whole new world ready to be taken and um, engaged with and that's where I came in me with my uh, portable recorder and uh, mop and improvised microphone. Um, I was there, I was recording audio for movies and uh, ultimately I got bored with it because I knew that every other person in the team is uh, having more fun than I do. Don't get me wrong, I was really creative about my approach to field recording. I was capturing uh, really unique sounds from the uh, surrounding area, um, especially when I engaged with this uh, experimental film society. Really cool collective. Um, I was thinking outside of the box. They're still active. They're still making movies. Uh, and I would say even more interesting and even more um, significant. Um, check them out if you get a chance, if you're into experimental cinema. Uh, so I recorded a lot of unusual soundscapes for those movies that they did. Ex experimental Film Society, that's the name. And I, uh, I took part in two movies, I think. Can't remember. But I was at the right spot, at the right moment, with the right equipment. And it's uh, quite interesting that until today, it's still very common that creators, um, filmmakers, they, I'd say maybe only now they think about audio more seriously. Um, but back then it was uh, an ignored and forgotten matter, you know.
uh, there'll be actors, cameras, lights, all you can see, but somehow producers, those amateur producers and filmmakers, they would forget about audio, maybe they would have something improvised but not really thought out. Um, it was common that audio in those productions was really mediocre. Yeah, I'm still making movies. I'm still trying to make use of this equipment. And there is... I got this romantic link to uh, one company called Zoom. They do music equipment and... Um, probably the most common field recorders. Um, and I used to have all from their lineup. They're really inexpensive. And I would use them for podcasting. I would do a lot of uh, short-lived podcasts from Dublin, from Madrid, from, uh, from my travels. And I would record on those, those small community. There was also quite um, fanatic about those little recorders. And just like with cameras, those devices were I would say the main drive to just play with it. We didn't play with the medium, we played with technology. That was the whole idea, I think. But no one spoke about it. You know, the whole fun about playing with the device and playing with, uh, geeking out with audio editing. And uh, Sadly, I, I wish I would realize that sooner that I'm paying too much of an attention to producing and not enough to actual art of audio recording, to podcasting, to radio art. As they say, and this is recently my favorite saying, the best time to plant a seed, to plant a tree, was uh, 30 years ago. The second best time is now. So uh, yeah, this anchor is my, uh, maybe another chance to do something meaningful with audio. Who knows? That was such an interesting landscape back then. You know, there was there was enough content really. There was text. There was uh, it was really difficult to get to find any videos, any uh, animations. Like cool times back then. So today I woke up at 6 a.m. and I didn't want to go back to sleep. I was just uh, staring at my phone from bed. Stay quiet, and I something made me to look into Zoom.co.jp, it's a Japanese company, and uh, just to see what new models they have, what new uh, recording devices they make now. And man, <laughs> they really moved on with uh, their approach because we all know like our phones are capable of recording uh, casual audio very easily so they already lost a lot of the market but there's still professional line there's still uh, music uh, recording specialized line of devices um, but they also have this really small field recorder device uh, with a lavalier microphone uh, as a standard so it really looks like a little box with a cable long cable and I suppose 
fairly good microphone and when I saw that it was about $200 I immediately thought about mounting the sucker and uh, and trying it for the recordings but I think this this time when I was obsessed with technology and again more obsessed with technology than the actual recording I think those days are gone and I can uh, I, I see things more clearly now I can uh, I, I have enough of equipment to to uh, to use it and just make use of that instead of buying more stuff but still it was great to see that the, that the new devices are up and uh, yeah if, if anything I would like to exchange my old equipment for new but uh, man with baby on the way any um, expense of that kind is just not a good idea so I'm, I'm not really buying any any of those things in fact I'm rediscovering the secondary market of things I'm trying to sell some of my junk some of my stuff that I gathered and uh, man it's difficult <laughs> and time-consuming there's a lot of time wasters out there and they uh, inquire but they don't really want to buy I don't know how to work what's the point people <laughs> seriously a lot of people just checking in saying hey I'm interested I want to buy it but then no, no reply after that and that's maybe 70% of uh, inquiries I'm talking about Facebook mar uh, marketplace it's, uh, it's a feature that I understand is a viable one uh, from recently pretty cool idea but the reach of that marketplace is local if I understand correctly you don't uh, sell to the entire world you sell to a 20 kilometer radius uh, which means people collect things personally I suppose so the whole process is simpler there isn't shipping there is no uh, money exchange not in, at least in a digital way yeah. you meet up with someone and I don't know, you add person you bought something from, I guess that's yet another way to ex expand your network. Well done, Facebook. <laughs> Such a sneaky way uh, to make you relevant in this weird, confusing time where social media seems to be going away or sort of burning itself out uh, because of that fake news fiasco anyway I will let you go or I'll let myself go I'm uh, I need to open the door and uh, do a couple of things around the house um, I'm trying to hack the system here I'm making a 20 minutes long wave which technically are not supposed to be possible uh, George D informed me informed informed me about the hack which I'm just trying out I'm curious to see if this is gonna be a one long recording or multiple five minute long segments uh, interesting thing I wish that was a standard feature um, thanks for listening I don't know how to call this thing uh, I guess I was talking about camera memories <laughs> I don't know um, if you have any of those of that nature, let me know. Uh, 